You're listening to a DM podcast. Welcome to Over the Back Fence. I'm Di Edwards. I'm Nicola Dale, and we're buddies of nearly four decades. And yes, we actually do happen to share a back fence. We do. <laughs> we love parties, people, inspirational stories, and honestly, making the most out of life. <laughs> so join us as we open our hearts, share our stories, and hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world. And have a laugh <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Hey, Jody, hey, it's a Monday. Can... I know, we're back again. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah. How was the weekend? And... Um, I was actually just thinking driving in. It was like, uh, did I have one beach day? And then it was raining and, and whatever. But now I'm grandma Mars, like doing a bit of babysitting, doing a bit of partying, doing a bit of lunching. Out to Din Din's, there's a new place opened up in Palmy. And I thought... The Joey. I, yeah. And, and that was a bit of fun. But I thought probably a nice way... To introduce our next guest. We love um, food. We love food. Actually, I've got a bit of a rumbly tummy now. So, <laughs> so who have we got, Daddy? I'll let you lead the way. Wow. <laughs> in fact, we met Matt last year mm. at a wedding we in did. Europe. We and did. um And there was a lot of good food there. Well, as you now know, we have Matt Moran in the studio with us today. And Ooh. Nicola with a rumbly tummy, we're all going to go for we're going to go for a bite. I'm up very to sorry, but I don't have any food. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. we've, we've decided we might do Cheswick after every because we because we come from Palmish, you know, it's yeah. a long drive, yeah. and we just thought we might. We're just lunching after every potty just, now because yeah, oh, yeah, we exactly. try and squash them all into one day. Yeah, right. And we thought we'd just duck up to Cheswick, exactly. and we're going to do different people yeah, every week. We've got Aria next. Yeah. We've got the Opera Bar. We've got the lot. I've got about at least 12 12 weeks of podcasts for you. Brilliant, exactly. There you go. We've got that one sorted. So look, for those that don't know Matt, which would surprise me if you didn't, he's such an Australian food icon. Renowned for over 30 years in the Australian food industry, from TV shows, including MasterChef, best-selling cookbooks, some of our favourite and most exciting restaurants, in my opinion, in the world. Plus, we might add, an all-round nice guy. Welcome, Matt. Welcome, Matt, to the back fence. That's a um, pretty good rap. Thank you. It's actually it's actually longer than 30 years these days. It's, wow. it, yeah, it's coming up to wow. – oh, look, I hate to say it, but um, – it's coming up to nearly 40. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Well, I started start- when I was two. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he's, he's like How making out you? to be younger <laughs> than you are. Wow. I started when I was 15, so I'm not quite at 40, but yeah. 15. Tell us. 15. So young. Who um, starts at 15? Yeah, exactly. And knows what, you know, they want to do at 15. You'd be surprised. A lot of chefs that I know, you know, started very, very young. And look, I, I, my case was, you know, I came from the country into the western suburbs of Sydney, you know, didn't really sort of, you know, gel with school and school didn't really gel with me. So we came to a mutual decision and I just wanted to do something. I had no idea. And I, I did a little bit of cooking when I was at school, like home science. You're kidding. Yeah, Back it was then. me wow. and, me and uh, one mate and 22 girls. And, um, <laughs> Smart move, actually. <laughs> I didn't do very well in that either. Um, wow. But then, yeah, just sort of really wanted to leave school <laughs> with the cooking, so okay, right, with the cooking, right, right. Um, and uh, and just you know thought maybe cooking might be a, a you know a good thing to do. And Why? What, like well, was... baking was the original, and I thought you know baking would be great because you can start at four o'clock and finish at twelve o'clock, and you can have the rest of the day. Like um, that idea? How and you then, thinking? And then, and then, did Mum gr- cook too? No, like, was it just at school? I don't know whether they're listening to this. I'm really shocked. I think you're right. She's right. Like seriously, there 
you go, guys. It's incentive. Behind of really <laughs> so that here. was it, home science. I'm no, sure. well, yeah, it was home science. But then I, I, I sort of, you know, thought maybe cooking, you know, and, and I didn't realise, you know, the amount of obviously work went into it. And I went for job interviews. I probably went for job, 20 job interviews around Sydney. And I remember one of the interviews, the guy said to me, you know, if the first 10 don't work out, you know, we'll give you a ring. So I kind of just thought, you know, I'm never going to get a job because it's really oh. bloody hard to get an apprenticeship back then. Yeah. And I ended up in this place on the north side, which was a place called La Bejelaine, which was probably one of the best restaurants in Sydney at the time. Was that in Roseville? Yeah, it is. Because I grew up in Castle Cove. I yep. sort of don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was there for a long time. And I got lucky and I, I did a trial and I got a job and left school and, and then realised that, you know, back in those days it was 90 hours a week, six days, you know, morning right through to the night. But... I have to say it was one of my true love affairs. I fell in love straight away. I'd never seen food that they were doing ever before. You know, things like, you know, you whip up these egg whites and you put them in the oven and it's called a souffle or, you know, even fan strawberries. I was just obsessed and I became obsessed and that's a little bit of my personality. So started at La Belle, was there five years, ended up at uh, Restaurant Manfredi, which was one of the top restaurants yeah, back yeah, then, yeah, the beautiful. restaurant, yeah, um, and worked for those guys for a couple of years and then decided I didn't want to be told what to do anymore. So... <laughs> went out at 22 and I love the... that attitude though <laughs> yes. I mean it, some people would say that's a little bit sort of out there like really is that just sort of like my way or the highway but it's not it's like I have the potential yeah I so just, let me do it I just you know I'd been cooking then by oh god how long 15, seven, seven years then. seven years yeah and then bought the little um, uh, Paddington Bistro at the back how old were you a, when you set your first restaurant? I was 22. Restaurant? Hello. Wow. So you've got a lot 22. of drive from a young kid, really. <laughs> mm. Like that's, you know, you can sort of see that yeah. early, you know. I didn't really know true. what I was doing when I did it, but I had a partner who was a bit older than me, Pete, who ended up being my partner for nearly 20 years. Over Pete, 20 years. what's Pete's Pete Sullivan. Sullivan. Oh, right, Pete yes, Sullivan, yeah. right. I, I bought him out years ago and he's retired. And, you know. Don't you love yeah. it? He came in with you and bought him out. I love that. He's just too good. Too good. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Look, you know, he um, he sort of set me on my way. There's no question. But, you know, we were equal partners and we had a lot of fun. We opened a lot of restaurants together. Um, Such we had as? Pad Paddington Inn and we had Moran's, uh, Bon Femme, Quattro. And then in 99, we did the big one, which was Aria. That's, wow. that's and, and, and a lot of people sense. listening would know Aria. Yeah, it's got look, the yeah. name. 25 years this year. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, and yeah. people from overseas wow. too, it's one of those iconic restaurants to yeah, go to yeah. with the totally. most amazing views of the harbour. Yeah. Um, harbour water, um, And it's sort of like it, the creme de la creme, is it? Yeah, it's, it's, look, it's my, it's my fine dining. It's my baby. Yes. Oh. And then 2002, we did Opera Bar. So a lot of people go to Opera, opera Bar and then they go to... the Opera House guys yeah. for those that don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a classic, concourse. isn't it, for all tourists even yeah. to go there as totally. well. You know, I it's more accessible for people. most people that come to Sydney always end up at Opera Bar for the yeah. view. Yes. Yeah. 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 So And then, you know, there's been a string of, oh, you know, restaurants since then. I think there's about 13. I nine. love, did you hear that string? String of other restaurants. <laughs> like, seriously. And it's not yeah. like, I'm not going to bore the listeners, but because you'll know the names. I mean, there's North Bondi Fish. Yep. yep. Barangaroo House. My God, what a building. Yeah, that beautiful is building. remarkable. Cheswick, where we're going today. Yeah. For luncharoonie. <laughs> so I'm hungry. Hey. <laughs> 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 and, and I just had a coffee this morning. I know I'm not normally that hungry, but I am. Um, chop House. What's chop that? House, about? Chop House. Chop yeah, House is a steakhouse. Like, I think Chop Chop, but it's Chop Chop. Meat, no, because I it? came from the country originally, yeah. and we, unfortunately, we, we moved off all the farms when I was quite young. Where are you from in the country? I was born in Tamworth, but my main okay. family are around uh, Oberon Black Springs. Oh, beautiful. Which I've got a property there now, which, yes. which is a little town called Rockley, which I bought the pub a couple of years ago. And so our country yeah. listeners. Yeah, we're doing yeah. a little doing I want to go and do a weekend up there. You yeah. should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, yeah. we're going to do a, a major work up there at some point and put some you know, beautiful cabins and 
and um, high-end sort of accommodation and a, and a proper restaurant. But at the moment, it's running as a as a little country pub. Yeah. You know, all the locals are there, which I love. And um, It's full circle for you, really, isn't it? Well, it kind of is because mm. the farm's only about eight minutes away. So yeah. I spent a lot of Good time at the farm. Exactly. I was spending more time at the farm during COVID and I just thought, you know what, I'll buy the pub and see what happens and and now I've bought a house next to it and a couple of other blocks. So, yeah, we've got nearly two acres there now. Because I tell you what, COVID was a challenge for so many people, but especially Huge. in the, your game. You yeah, know, look, it was too. devastating. You know, I, I remember sitting down with the – we got like a little personal board and uh, I remember the chair of the board, his next accountant, who I love dearly, and we're talking about God, you know, when COVID God, came God, you're talking about God? No, no, God. <laughs> interesting um, conversation. No, God, definitely no God. <laughs> we all Sorry. needed him at that stage. <laughs> Sorry, you're viewers, if, if that upsets you. But no, there's definitely <laughs> no, no, definitely no. no God there. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, we were talking about God. What would happen if, if the revenue fell by 10%? And uh, what would happen if revenue fell by 30%, you know, at COVID? And I think it was about three weeks we had zero revenue so we'll all shut up all the restaurants closed did you say three weeks yeah three weeks after that i mean that, when you look at it yeah. in that context mm-hmm. isn't that a reality slap yeah what mm. well, was scary scary as and yeah we, we've got you know nearly over a thousand staff i think with the, <sighs> in the border group and <sighs> it was just uh it was devastating it was a bit scary actually more than mm. anything um until you know all that job keeper came in and that sort thank of stuff thank the lord so, oh. yes thank you go. Back, <laughs> to back to god yeah, i think there's going to be a little what's going on tony what are we going to sing it's a religious Di podcast. I didn't even know it is me. No, 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 you know, but Joe always breaks into a little sing along, so I don't know what song you're going to do with either the. Hallelujah! Oh, there we go. Hallelujah! Like, seriously, yeah, exactly, but my so, sweet lord. You know the interesting thing though about. Um, <laughs> but the fascinating thing is, like, I think looking at it now, like mm. COVID, is the as the consequences that, of that now, mm. like people sort of tried to adjust and, you know, no profits, whatever, building, building, but you're still suffering the consequences of that. Yeah, it's, I think I think a lot of people still are, you know, yeah. there was all that sort of uh, rent abatement for a lot of people and, you know, yeah. they're obviously paying over a period of time, but yeah. you're not having that revenue for a long period of time would, would you know, would really crazy. hurt us. Yes. And, um, yeah. But we're lucky, you know, we, we uh, own some of our venues and uh, don't have landlords in some and some of them are council um, properties, which we, you know, have mm-hmm. lease off. So, yeah, look, we, we bounce back pretty quick. But, you know, the industry is still suffering from COVID. Absolutely. No it's a leftover. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And how is it sort of for, you know, like a, yeah, I guess a trade or a thing of, for young people these days to become a chef or something? Would you, or would you an recommend apprentice. an apprentice? apprentice. Or how does it roll? Yeah, yeah look, days? you know, uh, back in my day when mm. I started, you know, yeah. there were, uh, I went to college, you know, catering college, and, you know, there was just classes and classes of apprentices, and that's just mm. completely gone. Yeah. Um, in fact, Aria, probably the 30 chefs that we had when we started, probably, you know, there would have been 10, 12 apprentices. Up until really this year, mm. we hadn't had any. Really? So we've, we've yeah. actually got three at the moment. Why is that? Um, people just aren't really coming into the industry. You know, it, it's just a tough industry. And, and even my daughter who just finished mm. school, you know, they had a careers day, you know, when she was in year 12 and hospitality wasn't in part of it. So, yeah. you know, it, we just don't see the people coming in. And, and uh, I, What would know, you put that down to? Uh, I think, you know, it's the nights that you have to work, the commitment you have to work. Um, Did we work harder back then than what they do now, the oh, young yeah. kids? Yeah, we, well, you know, the guys that work for me, obviously, but they're, they're, they're set, they can only work really 40 hours, 42 hours, as mm. where back in the day we just worked, you know, yeah, unlimited hours. And, and I, always, I always treated it as part of my education. 
You know, mm. Mm. cooking is an education. Mm. Mm. It takes a lot of time to, to learn how to do things and uh, you can't learn it overnight. I remember years ago when I did MasterChef, one of the contestants, I won't mention her name because she's a very, very dear friend, <laughs> and she actually came and did a little bit of work experience for me um, over the Opera House scenario. And I remember she said to me, she said, Matt, how long is it going to take me to learn everything? And I just laughed and said, you know, I've been working in the industry for 25 still years. Still don't know it. Still, still, there's so much to learn and that's that's a great, great thing. Question. And you know what, isn't that great? Well, we say that about everything in life. Notes. We always mm. go, we're students of life. It's so yeah. And whether it's yep. in your business yep. there, whether it's in living the best life that you can do, yep. it's sort of like, you know, you're forever learning. Work in progress yeah. till you're we die. You're never ever going to know this is like, you know, everything. It's true. Yeah, a I lot of kids today think they know it. And, and they can get I, it done. I can yeah. do it. Yeah. I, I, I was away it's with just a, the way of the world, a very dear friend of mine, Simon Sandal, who owns a restaurant in um, Glazeville called Running Kitchen. And uh, him and I worked together for 17 years. And uh, we were just talking about the other day how, you know, the, back in those days and back in those times, how much fun we had, yeah. but it was bloody hard. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, the hours yeah. are huge. You, yeah. It's hard, but you said you loved it. Uh, Is that what in the do they drive to seek life? your passion? Like, no, what do they say in life? You, if you do something you love in life, you never have to work another day. See, yeah. my father used to say yeah. that. Yeah. 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 My do dad what you said love, that. love what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah. See, yeah. and that's the secret. It yeah. is, and you're mm. kind of lucky in one way, but you create your luck. You yeah. know, you Absolutely. Fa- you know, 100%. It? But you found mm. out that young age was, was something that I've, you liked. I fell so into it. Yeah, and look, I'm blessed, and I still think now how lucky I am because, you know, I could have been a painter, and whether I love that or not, I don't know. Whether I could have been an electrician or whatever, whether I loved I don't know. Mm. Now I would never. But it's so good you share the love with so many people and what you do because, you know, you're passionate about it. And yeah. I think then as a, a, you know, a punter or a guest going to one of your restaurants there, mm. it's an experience. Yeah, it is. You know, it really is. And, and a lot of them of have their own gardens out. Uh, 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 oh, Chiswick does. Like Chiswick. Tell us about that. Do the chefs really go out? She's hungry, hungry, dungy. But do they seriously go and pick the lettuce that they'll serve you for lunch? Yeah, absolutely. Talk about, I mean, you're the original pioneer of yes. paddock to plate, but yeah. that's the yeah. you know you put your money where your mouth is. Literally, there's the letters or we'll pickets and it's on your plate. Look, people see that garden, and uh, it came about as where we weren't allowed to use it for um, diners. So we thought, you know, what are we going to do with it? And you know, I'm very passionate about the 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 farmers also. Hence why I did paddock to plate all those years ago, the TV show. And um, we said, God, let's just do a little cottage garden. You know, everyone sees it all the time. There's, you know, it's, we use whatever we can out of it, and it's all organic. And you know, and I love it. During COVID, I've used it at the most because no one was allowed there. Um, and you know, they look at it and think, God, you know, it's a great idea. You must supply the restaurant. The restaurant's a very busy restaurant. Yes. But what it does, it teaches the the chefs, um, particularly the head chef, whatever we whatever we're growing, it has to be on the menu. So, you know, we may only have a couple of capsicum plants, but, you know, capsicum will be on the menu. If we got uh, artichokes, yeah. artichokes are on the menu. Excellent. So it just teaches them what's seasonal. And, and it's also an appreciation to where absolutely. it's coming from. Absolutely. Not in know. a box from a wholesaler or whatever. No, no. And, yeah. you know, it's obviously, you know, there's not enough to supply. No, the of course time, not. But all the herbs, and, you know, you see the guys out there all the time picking stuff. You know, we have cherry tomatoes over Christmas and, you know, we probably get about 100 kilos of them. So Beautiful. we're using that. Yeah. But it's like um, kids that go to the zoo. I, yeah. I know it's a crazy mm. analogy that have never seen a cow or a giraffe or a lion or what, whatever. Do they have cows at the no, zoo? No, like a... Oh, probably not. Oh, here's, a far, here's the oh, farmer coming out. Ma- There's people go to the restaurant and go, wow, is mm. that a eggplant mm. growing there? Or well, you know, know, They've never seen that before. The, the great, and I love that. The great Novelty. one that we do every, uh, every, every, every winter, which is um, a Brussels sprouts. Mm. And do you know how Brussels sprouts grow? Um, I have to be honest. I've got a little veggie garden at home. I'm going to guess, is it vine? No. No, it, no. it's a plant. It's a brassica. Yeah. 
you know, like a cauliflower and a, and mm. a cabbage yeah. and, and cabernero. Yeah. And it, it's a stem that grows up with flowers, but the actual Brussels sprouts grow on the stem. Mm. So you see this long stem, you see these massive amounts of little balls from a distance, and you go, you know, what are they? Yeah. Well, customers do it at yeah. Chiswick all the time. Yes. And you go, they're Brussels sprouts, and they can't believe wow. that a Brussels sprout grows on a stem. Isn't that great? You're no, educating the diner also, too. Isn't it funny with Brussels sprouts? Because wow. now I have to say, when they're cooked really well, they're <laughs> yeah. delicious. But I yeah. have memories as a little girl going, I hate Brussels sprouts. Me too, sprouts. I used to spit them out. Because my mum used to make me eat them, yeah. and they're yeah. boiled, yeah. I think. And, and they'll boil Myself to yeah. go to the loo and, and I had to have it before I could have my ice cream dessert. It was yeah. like Nicola, have your Brussels sprouts. <laughs> See, my grandmother used to uh, used to cook, you know, a leg of lamb, and yeah. I remember growing mm. up on a Sunday, it was always yes. overcooked. Yeah, that's um, and that's just the way that she did yes. it. I love her, but she also used to have Brussels sprouts with it. That's and it. I reckon if she cooked the lamb early Sunday morning for Sunday lunch. I reckon the Brussels sprouts went on the, you know, to boil <laughs> possibly Friday, I reckon. Oh, my God. <laughs> so grey, so gassy. Like so it really, you have memories. How funny. Hey, tell me, what is yeah. your, do you have a favourite meal, favourite food? Um, wow. I crave things at different question. times of the year, you know. Okay. Gone are the days of my restaurants, you know, say we've got asparagus on the menu, if, when it goes out of season, we don't buy it from overseas anymore. We actually let it go and then we actually look forward to getting it again. So when you do start to see it, you get really, really excited. Um and I always say, you know, when mango's coming, oh, God, that's my favourite thing in the world. And then uh, cherries coming, oh, God, I love cherries more than anything else. And then peaches come in and then white peaches come in. So it changes all the time. So it's seasonal. It's I love that. It's always seasonal. Yeah. Right. Um, and you've got that anticipation, which I really like. It's as the well. romance of food. Oh, so it's dessert. That. Are we talking dessert for you your favourite food? Um, romance of food. And see, romance does go hand in he hand loves with it. some of your restaurants mm, too. I've mm. got to say, some of them are romantic and I have had a few romantic <laughs> times in my life <laughs> <laughs> from years ago. You know. Did you get a red carnation <laughs> with baby's breath? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that, that's Poor the spot that pearls. you go for uh, yeah. for a date, I suppose. Aria, that's um, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a key. Like you know, um, Valentine's Day, it's just beautiful. Insane. Do you know? Sp- uh, I mean, what is your favourite? My favourite food. Yeah, I, 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 I got out of that, didn't I? Yeah. You know what? I people think because I've got fine dining restaurants. Yes. And you know, um, I've got a refined palate. Yeah. And um, you know, I've been a judge on so many shows. You know, I just don't mind the good old roast chook. Yeah, you know, and, yes, yeah. Yes, and, and I follow you on Insta, and you've got a great recipe in there for a yeah, yeah. simple, easy yeah. roast chook. Yeah, and people, and I love you it. Know, people think because I've got all these restaurants, and and I'll be really honest, you know, I don't really cook mm. in them anymore, you know, mm. because there's there's mm. uh, it would just be too hard. Aria, I spent a bit of time. I was in uniform last night. It's your baby a, doing mm. a um, a charity thing, but I still love cooking. So anyone that does follow me on Instagram. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll see that I'm always cooking and, and I'm cooking at home a lot, which which I love. Yeah. And we the, will put all the links on our will. show notes to yeah. all the restaurants. And the other and one's the Basque cheesecake. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that. yeah, I yeah. Lo- that's yeah. that one. And I love how it's you so crumb the veal chop. I never thought of doing a yeah. veal chop. Yeah. You know, no, this one, yes, so, so, so he did, no, I'm so not a yeah. cook, but I love to savour oh, and yes, I love food. But it's She orders in and pretends she does it. No, that's exactly. Nicola and I are great at that. But it's like simple. I love it because people go, I'll never be able to do that. It's too yeah, complex. Yeah. Um, that's where you got to find done, as you said. But you're saying your 
palate now is just really good, wholesome, uh, home-cooked, yeah, look, I, yummy food. I love food. going to fine dining restaurants too, yes. but I, at the same time, you know, I love to cook at home. And it's not uncommon for me on a Sunday night to have a boiled egg on toast. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Or, a, or a, yeah. just a, a beautiful piece of sourdough and you know, beautiful, beautiful <laughs> home-grown hey, do tomatoes. do you ever do Uber Eats? <laughs> um, not as much now. My, my daughter has oh. left to go to Melbourne. Oh, there you okay. go. And, um, I get that. Don't you love it? What house? Matt Moran. Yeah, I know. That's right. Love it. So, no, I haven't since she's left, actually. Um, But, you know, it's pretty easy for me to whip up something at home fairly quickly and and simply. And and tell us, how is it? Did you love the, you know, the life of TV, you know, being Master Chef and and all that? What was it like? And with Maggie Beer, I loved that, loved those Yeah, I worked with Maggie for, God, six years. She's Um, a cool cat. She's she's very, very special to me, Maggie. Yeah. but, you know, I still give her a hard time. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people always say, you know, what's Maggie Beer like in yeah. real life? Mm. Like, oh, she's horrible. <laughs> and, you know, the look on people's faces, like someone, just killed, someone just killed Santa Claus, <laughs> Easter Bunny, and Tiffany, and one goes, wipe them all out. Because they say, I can't believe that. Oh, yeah. She's know, iconic, she's, really, isn't yeah, she? Absolutely you know, iconic. Yeah. But she's, um, she's one of the most selfless people I've ever met in my wow. life. And wow. I, I love her dearly. That's oh, so beautiful well, to hear that. But what about yourself? Yeah. Was it yeah. fun being on MasterChef? Look, I've done, I think, all up, I think there's been 12 different shows I've done mm. in Australia and wow, one, one overseas. 12. So it started with uh, started with Heat in the Kitchen and then I did My Restaurant Rules and then um, I ended up doing The Chopping Block, which is the guys that created That's the block. right, I remember yes, that. Yeah. And then uh, went and did MasterChef for a while and then Paddock the Plate and Great Australian Bake Off. Just, um, a, just a few. I did an F word, yeah. F word. But you're a natural though because you're talking about something you love. Uh, I've always... I've always said on TV, because they love to produce you, you know, yes, in, to yeah. make the TV. And I've always been very honest about, you know, what I taste and what I do and what I see. Um, I, I like to be produced by people saying, Matt, that's not good enough, do it again. <laughs> but I don't like people to, you know, sort of sway me in a way that, you know, there's probably they want for the TV show. Yeah, um, I understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, the parameters. Um, yeah. I actually stopped doing TV probably two years ago. Yeah. Um, and I started doing a little bit of stuff online. But um, I can be honest and say that we've uh, we've got a show up at the moment that we're wow. filming in the next few months. That's exciting. So I'm sort of coming back to it. But I want to do TV now that I, I want to do, you know, and it's got some sort of meaningful to it. I actually did mm. Gordon. Gordon Ramsay came out last but year. Tell which us is, about your, your friendship buddy. with. Well, he's yeah. got a new, sh- he's got a new yeah. show coming what out. Yeah, you've got a special hobby with Gordon. As well, <laughs> and he did a pop up in Aria that. last yeah. year. Didn't he did he? a pop up. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's head chef so from cool. Hospital Road, Matt Arbe. Worked for me twenty years ago for about five years. So, and Matt's an Australian guy. He's got three Michelin stars for Gordon. And uh, he's very, very close. I get, did give him a hard time when he worked for me. <laughs> and uh, Gordon was out here doing a show in Melbourne and we decided to do it. But, yeah, we, we've been mates. We don't want to talk about too much about Gordon, no, but we've been mates. No, no, but what do you do every year together? What do you do with Gordon? We go to Iceland. As you do. Wow. Um, every uh, every to July. Iceland. And, um, and it's his big thing. And I've fallen in love with it too. So he took me years ago, and, and his theory is that we're going to go every July for the rest of our lives. I always say to him, mate, that's fine, but, you know, if <laughs> you die before I do and you don't leave me a jet, um, <laughs> I may so not get the there deal. again. <laughs> I know. Look, it's just mates How away, cool. and we, we go fishing. And um, So you're on a boat? Like I'm no, 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 we actually, ice. we actually go. No, it's not ice because no. it's summer there. Okay, so it has about 22 right. hours of yeah. daylight, and yeah. we go into How the beautiful um, rivers, river systems, oh. and we catch Atlantic salmon. 
Wow. Oh, wow. So, and of course, and you, know, you guys eat it. So no, many... no, we don't. We actually we oh. actually catch and release. Oh, do um, you? Occasionally, yeah. something happens to one of them, we will get the hotel to smoke and we'll have it for breakfast or a bit of sashimi or whatever. Wow. But that's very rare, you know, maybe. Yes. And we don't catch a lot of fish because they're very hard to catch. Um, yes. We do go into a lake and get big uh, ocean trout. They're not trout. in a pen. No. No, yeah, they're not in a pen. They're and, pure and, natural. And, and, you know, what I also love about this too with you, Maddie, is that it's a friendship, a male friendship, and we're sort of saying how that's important in life. You know, we're sort yeah. of saying with longevity and, and you know, we can have a great diet. You can mm. have all those things there, but for your health and living the best, mm. great life is so friendship vi- and support. Yeah. You know, and we hear it a and lot, don't we? Yeah, yeah, and sometimes you don't always get – sometimes women are really good with their friendship, but yes. maybe not so much men or blokes. Yeah. Uh, and I like no, hearing that. We, we are, and, you know, the community of chefs are, are very, very close. You know, I did a charity thing last night, and there was about 20 chefs, and, you know, we were all mates. It was fantastic. You know, there was Joshy Nolan and, and Neil Perry and Guillaume and – and uh, so many, and it was just really good. We just sort of hang out, and we all hug each other every now and then. It's wow! Great, you know? wow. Is it robbery a... between you know, like the oh, look, you know? There's always competitiveness, yes, but you yeah. know, I don't know. Maybe because I'm a bit older, you know, I'm not that competitive with those yeah. guys, and yeah. you know, I wish yeah. them all the Like-minded. best. Like-minded. And when yeah. I yes. see success, I think it's fantastic. You know, I was just talking yeah. to Neil last night about Margaret and how amazing it is. Yeah, and, that is a great and, restaurant, uh, and he's got a new one that he's opening in in a few months, mm. and. Um, you know, and the guys from Melbourne, Andrew McConnell and Shannon Bennett, they're all close mates. And yes. in fact, they all came up to the farm recently, which was nice. Oh, oh it's how gonna, that's, so how's the farm going? It really intrigues me, like coming back to your a pioneer and mm. of course a philosophy behind Paddock to Plate. How does that work? Do you, for example, the pork, the beef, yep. the lamb, does that go to your restaurants from your farm? Or? It does, yeah. Really? Does, yeah. Not all of it. But, but um, a lot of it does. When we can, yeah. So How fabulous. We, we yeah. Kill the, actually, we're killing some, I shouldn't say it. So no, I, I wouldn't say it. Say um, <laughs> gently eight, taking eight, them yeah. in a truck. Eight yeah. pigs going <laughs> for a drive and they're yeah. coming to the city because yes. of the big, big oh, smoke. Oh, wow. Uh, I love next, it. Next, actually, next week, I think, and then we've got a couple of steers that you know want to come yeah. and check out the uh, the steakhouse, yeah. should I say? Excellent. Yes, I love that. And, but uh, it, but do you know what I'm saying is is that you, you you put your money where your mouth is literally. Yeah, uh, when it the, comes to food, the you know the quality of the food, the yeah. sustainability of the farming. Yeah, that's look, to be honoured. The, the farm is mm. is something that I'm very passionate about now, mm. and um, you know, and changing changing some farming practices. Yes. You know, things like mm. regen and trying to keep water on the farm and drought proof and all that sort of stuff. But when you talk about produce. And you talk about, you know, restaurants and how successful they are and how successful chefs are. If it wasn't for the farmers, we wouldn't be at all. Correct. Mm, exactly. So, you know, the farmers... So can we say hats off to the farmers? <laughs> hats yeah. off to the farmers. Tell us about yeah. this hat too. What's you've, the, you've, you won, know, you've won many a hat, I yeah. hear, over the years. How many hats? Two hats. hats. The Sydney Morning Herald. No, tell us about this. Oh, look, you know, not having a lot of hair on my head. In fact, not having any. Um, <laughs> That's a true farmer's hat. And and yeah. my, my son particularly, he's he's uh, uh-huh. starting to be a doctor. So he's always like, great. Dad, you can wow. never put your, you know, never sit in the sun and, and mm. uh, you've got to wear your hat. So, yeah, this is a guy that makes hats in Bondi. Um, Bam Bam, that's his uh, that's his, his name, or he calls himself Bam Bam. That's cool, isn't it? And um, Bam Bam's made a few for me over the years. In fact, I wasn't very well at Christmas time, and, and Gordon wanted to send something out, and, and he organised to get um, one made for me to make me feel a little bit better. Aww. And on one side is all the mountains on Iceland, um, and on the other one is a big fishing hook because we go fishing every oh, year. What a good, what a good so That's wow. hidden. I'm going to take that to Iceland. I just want to ask a question. Mm. It, it's such a volatile industry. Mm. It's massively stressful. Mm. It's not just the guests, it's the staff, it's the people in mm. the kitchen, the heat, whatever. Mm. 
Any tips for our listeners on how to cope in situations like that? Look, you know, like because you seem to be so calm. Am I? You, you <laughs> always do. You really do. I, I mean, what's what's your way of yeah. of dealing with that? Look, the, the most important thing Good I think question. to owning a restaurant is a great question. Is you're doing it because you love it. Otherwise, it's too hard. And, um, you know, from a very early age, you know, being 22 when I opened my first restaurant, I surrounded myself with people that knew more about it than I did, mm-hmm. you know, the business side of it. And, you know, I am a businessman now, but apart from, you know, I'm a chef mm-hmm. and I'm a cook and restaurateur and a farmer or whatever else. Entrepreneur. But yeah. I, you know, sponged off people. And, you know, I'm sure I had a big ego when I was, you know, really young. But that probably at the same, drove you. at the same time, you know, I was sponging off people and trying to learn as much as I possibly could. And you're really diplomatic with that word, yes, sponging. Yes, I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's exactly. logical. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And over That's the great. years, Just you know, I've been very lucky to have incredible chefs that have worked for me, probably far better chefs than I was in my day. And, you know, it, it's about... Not just, you know, having great food these days. It's about having great everything. You know, it may not be the best food in the world, um, your restaurant, and I would say that about Aria, mm. but, you know, it's got so many other things going for it. You know, mm. location, acoustics, waiters, wine list, being comfortable, mm. and obviously location. If mm. you look at a lot of my venues, they're pretty iconic locations. You know, Chiswick yeah. in the gardens, North Bono Fish mm. on the on the on the beach area where it is, Opera Bar, you can't beat. Well, I've got one in Brisbane on the water. So it's, it's choosing it's those a, You've got a lot going so. on. How do you deal with that pressure? I employ... Um, but you personally. Me? You personally. How do you deal with that? No, really. <laughs> I, I, do you, I, do I you love, walk on a beach? Do you deep breathe? Do you meditate? Do you gym? You know, do I, you, I, yeah, look, he goes I, ice fishing, yeah, guys. Yeah, with Gordon Ramsay. Once Ramsey, a year, that's, you know, that's you know, a up on that I, I'm yeah. lucky I, I live on the coast. Yeah. And, you know, and uh, I haven't been that well for the last couple of months, so I'm just recovering from an injury and I'll, right. I'll, I'll get back to it. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's all about, you know, getting up, exercising, you know, and it doesn't matter whether it's winter or summer, I always jump in the water. And As in it. ocean? Yeah. Brilliant. So yeah. Love that. Yeah. A lot yeah, of people say that, that it's and healing. How, how do yeah. you find that? Because, yeah. you know, you're in your 50s and mm. married and, and how do you put it all together? Like what are your tools or secrets? Know. It just you know, happens. Like, it just yeah. happens. And two <laughs> yeah. beautiful kids. I mean, yeah. really, we're trying that's, to that's take to you be... deep there. Yeah, right? yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. 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 you just, are. We're trying to get Yeah, it's good for the ratings. Come on. I did a show years ago. Splash a bit of water. I want the juice. Squeeze it out. I did a show a couple of years ago which was on my ancestry <laughs> called Who Do You Think You Are? And uh, one of my best mates, Simon Baker, was on the same series. Oh, he's, I love and, him. And after yeah. we made it, he, he <laughs> said, I hope you didn't cry. You know, you big sook. And I'm like, oh, let me think. And there was a time. Because you know, he probably we're, did. We're at Black Springs and yeah. I had my foot on my great-grandfather's grave and it was starting to rain and a little bit Is of sleep. Is that near Rockley? Yeah. And oh. my actual great-grandfather was married in the in the church behind the Rockley Pub in eighteen eighty. Did you find that out from the show, I or did, did you? I wow, did. Yeah. that's brilliant. And so what you, I, did what you I cry? Also, what I also <laughs> found out <laughs> was on. that my whole my whole history is, um, and it kind of makes sense to a lot of people now, were Irish convicts, <laughs> yes. and there was murder and there was stealing and there was bush rangers, all this sort of stuff. Mm. Anyway, so you know, I squeezed out a tear because I really wanted to go home, and Squeeze you know, it was quite it. quite sincere oh. about my great grandfather because he was mm. the one that came good, and he had farms and had a farm in Black Springs which is not far from Rockley for nearly 100 years or generational mm-hmm. and I squeezed it out and Simon just kept going on about I hope you didn't cry, I hope you didn't cry. and his, <laughs> his episode was the first one of the series and I thought I'd better watch it 
And he just sooked the whole way fucking through. <laughs> That's why he's giving him a hard time. <laughs> well, totally. Well, That's well. just amazing. So, you know, so, I just so we're out, talking about emotion because it's like how dealing with yeah. stress is such mm. a huge thing it, it really in, is. In, in, in the century we're living right here, right now. Yeah. I think I've got a lot more emotional over the years and, yeah. you know, I've calmed down a lot. Um, yeah. You know, my temper is not. Honesty, yeah. I, I think kids Is that do true, that Joe? Too. We're listening to you the know, pair. It's calmed down a lot in two years. Kids do that to you, too. Tips, you know, like that sort of. Yeah, life interesting and point, kids. Yeah. Kids can, so, yeah, so kids can nail it. For and you just sort like of balancing the, the family life, you know, yeah. when you're yep. busy and you've been your, your beautiful and your wife's wife Sarah, busy. and she's you know uh, top lawyer. And judge, kids, judge, now. Yeah. judge now, yeah. wow. unbelievable. Hey, can you win a fight in that one? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. But it's Sarah interesting. You said there. kids can slow. Well, just both make my kids different now in university in Melbourne, which has been very hard. You know, because they're down there, and and my daughter just recently left because she finished school last year, and. And, you know, when she's home, she's not just home alone. She's got five other kids there. So, um, and, you know, I'd always be making toasties or breakfast Aww. or something for them. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit it's a little bit sort of, you know, um, trying to get used to it at the moment. Yeah. Do they cook yeah. to the kids? Or uh, it's ground, it grounds you. Yeah. Mim, Mim, Mim does um, yes. a little bit, more yeah. baking. Harry loves food and loved going to restaurants but had no real interest until he sort of moved out. Um, into a share house. He had to eat. And yeah. it's like, Dad, why didn't you show me the basics oh. when I was home? I was like, but he had no freaking interest whatsoever. No. <laughs> um, but now, you know, I sent him some care packages too because he's a student and he's got no money. But, yes. um, All right, well, he got yes. out of Matt that yes. he's a swimmer. He go, you, What do they say? You, I plunge into the ocean to reconnect to my soul. Yeah. Like there's a lot in that yeah. because a lot of people say they, they go into the ocean. I talk about mm. it a lot, don't mm. I? I do, yes. um, If I'm feeling down or something's frustrating me, yeah. I, I'll come out a different person. You know, there's something Mother to, to cooking yeah, exactly too. Right. You know, on. it's not uncommon for me on a on a Sunday, you know, to sit in the kitchen, and um, and cook for hours, you know, and make cassoulets or or you know a beautiful tart or something like that. And to me, that's really therapeutic. It's like a meditation. It, it I, is you know in, a, in a I was sense. The way he's saying it. And when when not I me in there. When yeah, I have, even, you know, you even and I'm not a huge in. cook. Yeah. I, do like I get that. I get that. And when people I mean, are over for for lunch or whatever, it's like guys, just get out of my space. You know, I just <sighs> this is my thing, and this you know. But you're nurturing them because ultimately they're going to be eating this beautiful food yeah, that you're. Yeah, they get the benefit baking. of my meditation. Yeah, exactly. Now, how great is that line? That's just stunning. I'm a giver. I love feeding people, and I always. Have and that's who you are, a giver. Like you were saying last night at a charity thing, and we mm. know sort of also with, you know, another one with Too Good as well. That yeah. We've seen yeah. Your support there. Brilliant. You know, which is, and so tell us about some of the charity stuff that you do. Yeah. Oh, look, you know, I'm people. still involved. You know, obviously, I was Harvest. I've been, you know, we've mm. running for, for years as an ambassador, and we, we started up a, um, a so foundation good. called mm. Thank You for Farmers, which is all about the farming community, which is very, you know, mm. I'm very passionate about. Um, but, you know, I think as you get older and, and, you know, you look at life and you think, you know what, it's been pretty kind to me and, you know, mm. success has, has sort of come through that. And, you know, there's a period of time that you want to really give back yeah. and do as much as you possibly can. Whether it's, um, you know, being generous doesn't mean just about, you know, handing over money. It's about generous with your time. It's about, you know, mentoring people. And there's a lot of chefs, and I won't mention them, but there's a lot of chefs that are in Sydney that are, are now really successful, but, you know, Years and years ago, I, I spent you know time with them, or they'd ring me and ask me for advice and whatever else, and it was always free. And I think that's really important to 
So it's you got know, a balance, isn't it? Really? Isn't it? Yeah. You, you take know. and then you, you were saying mm. what we were saying about sponging off them because mm. you wanted to learn. And you know, and now, they, they sponge off me. Yes, exactly. There go. There's the full circle again. And I think that's a beautiful thing in life. Yeah, I think that's it's really special to to give back and to the industry as much as you possibly can. Well, I tell you what, giving back, well, you're certainly you're giving back to like all of us, all our listeners, everyone in Australia, mm. and really around the world, because you are iconic. And you know, you've we're inspired so, her to cook. Uh, I know. That's, so, I'm that's cook. huge. I thought she's going for lunch. Let me yeah. tell you, yeah. that exactly. is huge. I know. And I do want to cook a <laughs> but, nice. But didn't like that just click with you then? When it, he went, his whole face relaxed, and he went into. I cook. I start to cook, and I'm I, you know, do I'm a meditation. And, and sort of I, I, you do, I just went straight into where yeah. you head with yeah. that. No, and I'm I thought, ask Matt I'm going to bake more. I'm going to bake more. I want to ask Matt a question. If you could share a back fence with anybody on planet Earth, wow. who would it be? Uh, and why? Depends on what genre. You know, I'm not going to say a chef because I know most of them. What about your great grandfather? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> oh, sorry, um, I'm throwing Charlie, you Charlie, there. Charlie, Charlie would be would good, be great. Good, um, yeah. You know, he's a very Anybody. interesting character. Past or present? Yeah. Look, I always used to say I'd love to go and hang out for a night with Obama and Harry, Prince Harry when Harry was fun. And then Obama, Obama can go. support Harry. Obama can go home at ten o'clock, and Harry and I can go out and party. Yeah, but I think hey, <laughs> I want to dance with Obama. He's a cool dancer. Yeah. Yeah. And my daughter's actually. But I love the Harry, I love so. the two of them. I love yeah. that like the love contrast. That. I just yeah. thought the kind of two to be together, and That's you know cool. we have a beautiful dinner, and we could talk about stuff, and then Obama can go home, and you know Harry and I go to Vegas like he used to. He'd be seriously out there. Well, he was, but I don't think he is anymore. So, my last question to you, yeah. our last question: <laughs> If you had the opportunity mm. of meeting your twenty-year-old self, mm. what sort of advice would you give yourself? A and B, why? You know, I, I was I was pretty full on when I was twenty. I sort of lost those teenage years and and you know the early twenties because one, I was working hundred hours a week, and then I had my own business. You know, and I think my son is going through this stage at the moment is where, you know, he's so full on doing medicine, he wants to have a gap year and, and travel overseas. Um, I really wish that I, you know, I'd probably tell myself to have a break and, and do a bit of traveling, you know, backpacking and whatever else yeah. and just get a little bit of, you know, education that way. Mm. Um, but at the same time, you know, maybe if I did that, I wouldn't have had That's the opportunities where I am now. So, you know, later on in life, I travel the world, but it's not backpacking. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, and yeah. I still get to see it. But I kind of, you know, a lot of people when I was in my 30s used to talk about their backpacking years and how great it was and how amazing it was. And I never really had that opportunity. So There you I, go, backpacking. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Just just, just chilled and having well. time out. But isn't it funny how life plays out? Mm. Yeah. You, know, you look mm. back and reflection, but I ultimately think that's great, it's mm. all been good for everything you've done is yeah. good where you are today. Yeah, yeah. And and we're so proud of you, Matt. We are You're proud a total of you. You I did really start are. with Australian like, icon. Yeah. You you know, you've oh. got the Order of Australia, you know. It's you well you're a good deserved. soul. You give back to the community, and it's been pure joy. Yeah. Let me tell you, she's got Absolutely a hungry tummy pure now. Joy. Having you on, you have no idea how much. I love it. It's so great yeah. to be here. It's great yeah. to see you again. Yeah, it's been eight months or something. We yeah. were in Spain in Ibiza yeah. at, at a wedding, which was fantastic. Yeah. And then yeah. we yeah. went on a cruise. There. We did a cruise. And we you went to a wedding in Paris. I went straight after. It was so good that the the guys that were getting married, and I won't mention names, they could organise it three days apart. Oh, that's how you do it, isn't it? Thank you very much. It's in 
Kadari. That's done. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Joe, for bringing him in. We love you, Sam. And thank you to all our listeners. I tell you, put the hat on. Is that bad luck or good luck? No, 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 it's all right. You can put my hat on. Hey, you can leave your hat on. Here we go. I knew there'd be a little sing along. Thanks, Matt. Yes, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. We love people to rate and review. Now, how many stars do you think? Well, it's out of it's not to five, isn't it? So I'd say 55. 55. We always say, like that. Keep focused, aim high. Follow, share, rate, review. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.